Grace Visco, and for the past almost three years, I have been writing down the funniest, craziest, wildest, nicest, most profound, greatest thing I hear all day, and it has turned into something my friends fight over, look forward to hearing about, and laugh about with me. I am so excited to be here with my friend Alex Bame, another UVM sophomore, to recap some of his best quotes, talk about the story behind them, what we learned from the moment, and just, you know, really kind of dive in onto some of Alex's thoughts. So, welcome, Alex. What up, what up? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy to have you here. I'm I'm happy to be at the crib. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, you're welcome. Always love the invite. Oh, yeah, of course. The studio studio be popping right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how how's your day? How was your first week on campus? Uh it's been it's been all right, I would say. A lot since uh last year. I see a lot of different faces all around walking around. Kind of looks like the city streets of Boston. Just, like <laughs> almost got railed by like a a bike every other day, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. That's kind of fun though. Oh yeah. You got to keep on your toes. Exactly. Head on a swivel all the time. Exactly. All right. So that's actually a perfect transition to our first quote that we're going to discuss of yours. Oh, I love that. <laughs> the first quote that I think you ever got was on September 1st, 2020. September. We have the Middlesex bond. Oh, indeed. <laughs> Do you remember um, when you said that? Uh, yeah, we were, we were playing a game called... Um, <laughs> yeah! A Bull caca. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't BS. think you were going to remember that. B- BS. Um, you know, we were playing there. Um, and I was just getting, like, yammed on. Everyone was calling me BS. And, you know, I couldn't get away with nothing out there. I mean, honestly, it was like a cutthroat game. Man. <laughs> but only towards me. I swear. And so essentially, so Alex and I are from the same part of Massachusetts, not the same town. So we didn't know each other before we came to school. But Mm -hmm. when we met each other, we found out that we were from neighboring towns, both from Middlesex County in Massachusetts. And um, Alex started saying, we have the Middlesex bond. And like, I think during that game, I think you were saying it because like, I don't think I was calling BS on you, right? Yes. I think you were about to. I think you were about to. And then you said it. Don't betray me. We got the middle sex bond here. No, that is definitely what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just kind of became a thing. Indeed it did. Do you, do you remember how we met? Uh, yeah, for sure. All right. I want to hear your side and then I'll Um, tell mine. You know, I'm, I'm in the crib. Um, trying to set up my computer. (laughs) <laughs> pretty hard, pretty hard. I'm trying to do like an old-fashioned internet thing where I'm trying to plug into the wall to get the internet on my computer because that's what my mom told me to do. And like, I was a little panicked. And it was like 9 o'clock at night, maybe maybe 8, and a knock on my door goes. And I look to my, my roommate, Seabass. And I'm like, you expecting company, bud? And he's like, I don't think so. And, and I open up the door, and, and there's these two girls there. And I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> friends, socially. So what, like, what was your first impression of me, and then I guess also my roommate Natasha, who was with me? Uh, first impression of you, um, was kind of like the burly status quo, I would say. 
Uh, always played against Burlington in high school. All right. To clarify, Burlington, Mass is where I am from. That is my town. Wilmington, Mass is his town. So Burley means Burlington. But uh, yeah, because I always I took the SATs at that school, the 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 prison as it's known. <laughs> and yeah. boy, I even ran there. They got like an owl there. That place be a different breed of school. I tell you. No windows, but let me tell no. you, they spending the money on the owl. That is it. Yeah, my, my high school, we most of the classrooms, I'd say like 60, 65% of them just didn't have windows, which was really tough, um, especially when you have like mild seasonal depression. Oh, yeah. Which is super fun. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. stuffy in there, man. It is. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so you, you heard about Burlington, but mm-hmm. what was your first impression of me? And did you think you'd be this close to me? Or were you like, this girl's weird? That, like, why is she here? Who is she? Um, I figured, I figured, well, you were, I came here alone. So no one else mm-hmm. from my high school came here. Um, at least in my grade, there's 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 a couple kids that from Wilmington High that uh, are here, but um, I was like, this is this is a good opportunity to make a friend. Commonality, kind of kind of a new situation we're here because mm-hmm. we're we're kind of from the hustle and bustle of the you know. Okay, I'm from the, <laughs> I'm from the suburbs. Yeah, the so suburbs. I don't know what you're talking about. The hustle and bustle. Yes. So we still rep the six one seven. Kind of, I, I you do. do. Yeah, I come from I, the city. <laughs> I love it when you say that because I feel like I really don't. But no, no, I don't. Not, not I, really. Okay. Burlington didn't give, didn't really have that connection that I remember. But uh, I figured, I figured we might become good friends. Well, I'm glad that we are this close. So yes, it's quite. Quite better than the friendships I made in high school. We'll say that. Oh yeah, go. Alex. Just hyping, just hyping up the homies. <laughs> yeah, you you have you have some pretty cool friends here. Uh yeah, pretty sick. I You're would say. You're friends with Grace Fisco. I don't think it can get that much better. So. Not really. Not really. Yeah. It it only goes down from there, really, truly. All right. So, for your next quote. Next quote. That we're going to recap on uh-huh. October eighteenth, twenty twenty. You said. I can tell by your personality you're not gonna like this. Oh, we talking about Black Gorkush? Oh yeah, we Hot are. Hot Take Alert City. Um, I am a big fan of Black Gorkush. Mm. Um, it it took some growing on. I will say, when I was younger, did not like it. But True. um, as the taste buds developed and puberty went on, <laughs> for sure, Black Gorkush <laughs> became a staple in the book of snacks. I was I was never really a chocolate kid growing up, so like mm. if people wanted my Hershey's chocolate bar from Halloween, hell yeah! But let me tell you, I'd sneak those Skittles and those Twizzlers in. Big Twizzler kid, loved them. <laughs> um, so you directed towards me that because of my personality, mm-hmm. I could not like black licorice. No. So I, so I I don't like saying you're right. But I do, in fact, hate black licorice. But what a, what was it about me that just made me, like, give off this energy that I'm not going to like black licorice because of my personality? What is what is it? Well, early on, I found out you were a germaphobe. <laughs> I, we're going to talk about that later, yeah. <laughs> and I know the taste of black licorice. And I'm like, this is a gross 
gross taste. Okay. This girl doesn't already <laughs> like touching gross things. She's not gonna like this bitter, gross taste in her mouth. And I and, and then I remember going to Starbucks with you, and like I was like, this girl didn't order black coffee, so this <laughs> she ain't gonna <laughs> like it. <laughs> Is, was that really the standard? Because I didn't order a black coffee that I couldn't like black licorice. That's generally the standard. I would say I'd put a standard there. You gotta really like the bitter things like, in the world. Okay, but but like, hear me out. What if, you know, you 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 do vibe with black coffee, but you also you know you go to, you roll up to Starbucks one day and like you just want a pumpkin spice latte. What's wrong with that? What is wrong with that? You tell me, Alex. For sure, for sure. I'm not opposed to the Starbucks. You pumpkin. drink pumpkin spice lattes. I've seen you. For sure, yeah. I mean, if people saw my targeted ads, boy, they would think I'm I'm a 16 year old female out there. Starbucks okay. ads. So yeah, but so so why is that your standard? That because I didn't order black coffee one time. It's a harsh taste. It's a harsh taste. I would say. I know, but you're not answering my question. Oh. Um. I don't think you have an I answer. I think you. I think you. Tr- no, I really don't. Honestly. <laughs> I just. It was a shot. It was a. It was a shot in the dark, and boy, did I nail those. You know, you miss. You miss a hundred shots that you don't take. I mean. You are correct. I hate black licorice. Yes, no. I'm still trying to figure out why my personality gave that off. It was really germophobia. Well, it's, I would say, I would say, and you're kind of like a happy-go-lucky kind of person, <laughs> you know? Um, and <laughs> that's just, it's just a harsh vibe. It's just a okay. harsh vibe. That's fair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always find it so funny when people say I'm so happy-go-lucky because I do think I'm a fairly happy person and I try to, like, put out good into the world. But, I mean... I mean... Y- you've seen me angry, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. I've, okay. seen, I've seen... I've seen... Angry Grace, for sure. <laughs> that's fun, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. You. That's... But that's all I was saying. It's a harsh taste. You gotta... Yeah. It really hits you hard. On November 6th, 2020, you said, Honey, you must have really been in it for the tunic if that's all six years taught you. So my lovely roommate, who we talked about, her name is Natasha. We lived together last year, and we are still roommates this year. Um, one night, I guess, it, I, I guess it was November 6th, 2020. Now I know. Yeah. Um, she was telling us, and I think our other friend Iona was there as well. She was telling us about how when she was younger, I want to say, like, late elementary school, middle school. When it started, she, yeah. Yeah. Um, she did this kind of modern dance called Isadora Duncan. Yeah. And she was telling us about it. And it, it's, like, it, it was very interesting, just, like, the whole concept of it. And even this woman, Isadora Duncan, had this kind of interesting life story. And we got to learn a little bit about it. Um, but then she told us that the only reason she took these classes was because she really liked the tunics that they would wear in their recital and that you had like a new color each year but then your your last year or like your fifth year or something you got to pick what color tunic and she was super excited too and Uh super pumped which like knowing natasha is 1000 percent very in character and um so then i i think at one point we all wanted to just get a little I, I, taste. I think it was. I think it was probably me, and then I think Alex probably hopped on. We really kind of antagonized her, and we're like, "Natasha, Natasha, Natasha, do some dance moves. Do some dance moves. Do some oh. dance moves." Please, I just wanted please, a little appetizer. Please. Just wanted to see what yeah. it was about. Yeah, and the um, videos don't do it justice. No, you need to see it live. So, um, 
she she kind of refused and i love this girl to death but i would not say dancing is necessarily one of her strong suits um for sure i mean i'm a firm believer anyone can dance with enough training yeah well not even with training i think everyone can dance without being you know it's like everyone can draw you can draw a stick figure that's art well yeah that's what i mean yeah that's what i mean but you know do a little technically and sometimes with the rhythm with the rhythm she's a little lacking yeah oh for sure with the rhythm (laughs) that girl got no beat i mean she was she was a flautist too she is yeah i know you figured she'd learn that yeah she didn't no yeah Uh, (laughs) oh so we we make her like start dancing but she she didn't have much to show no and i think she like did this move called the rocking horse yeah the rocking horse and she was like, "That's guys, like that's really all I know." And then Alex said his lovely quote of, "Honey, you must have really been in it for the tunic if that's all six years taught you." Because yeah, damn. I mean, it was six years of one dance your entire life. Like <laughs> you gotta learn something. I guess like not. I did six years of saxophone. I mean, I can I can pull out some six beats on that saxophone. I still yeah, today. I did I I did a little dance for a while. I dabbled in it. I dabbled, didn't. I never tap, did tap. So, everyone does oh, tap so tap okay so i i did tap when i was like really little like Called five it. Six. everyone does tap yeah, okay but so then i when i was um in like middle school high school i got back into dancing which is really nice and it was really fun for me and really good and um so i had back surgery in eighth grade and so i i'm in a lot of things kind of cha- you know my, my body kind of had to change how it moved and entirely yeah um and so there are a lot of things that i couldn't do for a very long time and some things i still kind of can't um but i went back into dancing after that and i'm taking a contemporary dance class and i yeah i really love it um but uh a couple days ago at the end of the class i we had danced we had been doing a lot of dancing obviously and it was super fun and so great um, but like my back by the end was just yeah. like so yeah. like out of Walking? its element, I guess. Oh, okay. And it hurt a lot. It hurt a lot. Yeah, you gotta there, take there that vitamin I for that. Yeah, there's a lot of things I can't do. And I took a Zumba class. Oh, um, back to back. Well. Back to back. Yeah. Bro, that's that. You did you take some vitamin I for that? After? I don't even know what vitamin I is. So. Ibuprofen. Why do you call it vitamin I? That's what all the old people back at home call it because they like have to take it like every day, so they just call it vitamin I. Well, I'm 19 and I live in Vermont. I did not take vitamin I. Okay. But my back was, it was. It's a little embarrassing. I feel like I'm gonna have a lot of issues when I'm older. Like it, that's embarrassing. Oh no, yeah, that's what my that's what my uh, stats our statics teacher told me. She's like, if you find any problems now. Get that, oh. get it figured out because it's gonna but I, absolutely kill you when you like turn thirty. I did get it figured out. I had a whole surgery for it. Yeah, but like you might need to go to PT or like something, just to like stretch out oh those God. muscles. Fun fact: My physical therapist one time for my back told me that I walk like a duck. Like a waddle. Like a yeah, like I waddle. Um, I don't think I do. No, you can I, tell I me. Know, mm. You you watch me walk. No, like my mom waddles. <laughs> she knows this. She tries to fix it, but, like, no, you don't waddle, I don't think. Yeah, I was told that I walk like a duck at the age of, like, 12. Oh, that's harsh. That's harsh. It's really harsh. Re- that that's really gets in your brain, huh? Yeah, I've been told a lot of not amazing things by physical therapists. Like, yeah, some not 
some not awesome things that make me really not want to do it and just go home and cry. I, my PT, my PT guy was nice. That's good. Anyways, that's kind of my deal with all my back stuff and how it relates to dancing. And it's been this kind of whole interesting journey for me of uh, wanting to and trying to and being able to and then falling back a little bit and trying again. Yeah. And this, you know, this cycle. Um, but I hope, you know, maybe this class will inspire me even more to like really, really get back into it. Cause I, I do think after my surgery, um, I, I got back into it, but it was, it was different on January 31st, 2021. So we're flashing forward a little bit. Flash forward. You said, it's not like Tinder. You can't swipe on what ghost you want. Do you remember that? I do not remember saying that. All right. I do not know what reference that was to. Okay. So. Our good friend Dina, shout out to Dina Reddick, she brought a car on campus our second semester of our freshman year. Okay. And she had, um, she put all the seats down in the back, Uh so it was like this like giant trunk kind of sitting area. Oh, that was sick. And they were talking, she and her her roommate, Iona, who is another one of our good friends, they were talking about... um, how they wanted to like get a bunch of like pillows and blankets and candles and we can like go in the back and like get like a Ouija board and like play light as a feather, stiff as a board. And they were talking about, you know, they wanted to get a good ghost from the Ouija board. Um, and then you said your quote because you were like, guys, you just, you don't really get to decide that. No, they just, just they just pop up, man. What if, so like, what if goats had Tinder? If, if ghosts had Tinder? Ghosts had Tinder. Like you mean like, human ghosts like kind of like uh like bumble where ghosts are on one side and ghosts gotta contact first or are we talking just like humans and ghosts together oh i didn't think this far ahead i don't know i c- this is introspective i'm thinking it's oh. more like bumble because you know you want you like you're you're on bubble you create the account but like the ghost controls the whole situation you know what i'm saying no you're not <laughs> there ain't no ghost home you can go knock on <laughs> There ain't no ghost DMs. Like, I, I guess. Yeah, you know? So, like... Ghost gotta show up first. <laughs> so, what are your actual thoughts on real Tinder with actual real, people? Yes. Real Tinder? And not ghosts. Real Tinder. Real my, Tinder. My, my only first... My first week of Tinder. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, this yes. is Alex's first week of being my on first, Tinder. This my is a first perfect week of Tinder. question. Um, so far, I, I do like Tinder. Okay. Um, that might be a controversial take, but I will explain it. Um, it's it does have that reputation of like a hookup culture. Yeah. But it's it for for me it's it's not a, that's not like the fun part. Mm. The fun part is just like sometimes the craziest conversations you have on that. <laughs> just like I like I swiped on a girl, and like for at least thirty minutes we talked about cinnamon toast crunch, and like <laughs> that made my Tuesday. And like, yeah. and then like, I swiped on this other girl, and she like gave me the rundown of Vermont, like at least the Burlington area. Hmm. Uh, what a wonderful lady. <laughs> For me, it's just like, I just like to start fun conversations with strangers. I think of yeah. it as like okay. social. I think of it as like socialization practice for me, because like <laughs> I used to when I was middle school had bad social anxiety. Oh. You know. Yeah. I. Like, even my social things right now, I get myself in trouble all the time. I was, like, the most oblivious kid in high school. Um, a, I didn't even know a girl had a crush on me. She made me a playlist 
for a road trip, I thought she was just a friend. True story. Wow. So your your next quote that we're going to unpack is okay. on March twelfth, twenty twenty one. You said they're not paying for another tile, man. March another tile. I I know what it's for, but. All right. So. We live in the lovely Harris Millis complex. complex. <laughs> oh yeah. Um and I mean I love it here. I feel very at home. Um uh, it is it's a homey vibe. I yeah. won't lie. I mean it just, you know, I, I'm very comfortable here now. I already lived here for one year, so Yeah. Year two. It I was, feel like it's gonna be even better. I mean But I will say about Harris Millis is it has a little bit of a, a reputation. Issue. Yeah. It has some yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like I always tell people that kind of to to describe what it's like living here that the fun game we play every Saturday and Sunday morning is walking downstairs and seeing how many tiles have been punched out of the ceiling or exit signs gone or yes both I will say I do think it's a little more of a hair not even a little a lot more of a Harris issue than a Millis issue but it happens in Millis too um, for sure and uh, I guess this this one's gonna be a little bit of a heavier conversation Heavy i guess in a little bit a little a little bit kind of um but uh last semester let's go deep when they started suspending people for oh, breaking the green in. and gold oh, promise yeah. violations well that's why you said it yeah um because you said they're not paying for another tile man oh, they're just yeah. gonna suspend you they don't care they oh, don't yeah. care they gotta get that tile money man they do bro so what was what was living through that kind of period like for you because i i also know that um kind of according to what i've heard from other people who did not live in harris millis this kind of was really mainly a harris millis issue i don't think people were really being Um, suspended from other dorms the way they were here i i would i would concur with that i would think i think it i don't i don't speak on behalf of anyone Mm -hmm. um uh but it did seem it did seem i guess Maybe it just seemed we were we did feel uh, targeted in a way. Mm-hmm. It may it may have been money driven. Who knows? But um, <laughs> yeah, theories around. Um, it was a bit spooky. It was a bit spooky. Yeah, I would say it was. Um, but I didn't. I didn't take it as harsh as other people. Because mm-hmm. I mean, when it started. Um, like, I came back from quarantine dorms. Ah, uh, okay. I think I was in a different headspace than the rest of everyone. Because everyone was like, hey, why are we being caught? And I was just coming back from, like, a week alone in a dorm. I was like, oh, thanks, thank thank the Lord that I'm, like, in my own bed, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, happy to be in Millis. I wasn't, like, in the room a lot when I was that time. Because I was I was doing this thing. Well, because I think a lot of us started getting really creative with what we did. Oh, yeah. And yeah, where yeah, we spent yeah. our time. I think that's why. Spent them out in the hallways, yeah. Yeah, which kind of sucked. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, what was hard about it was um, it was hard to watch so many people from my community be ripped away. And, like, not even – I mean, no one I was friends with really got yeah, suspended. Yeah. But just – seeing the people that i saw every day all of a sudden just have to leave 
You know, I'm like, it kind of sucked the last two and a half months not getting to see them anymore. When, like, that was my sense of normalcy, you know, seeing the yeah. same people in the bathroom and seeing them just around the hallway saying hi to them and that they were just gone all of a sudden was tough on, I, I think, I mean, it was already a hard year, but I think yeah. that made it even harder of just the, yeah, it was the normalcy being so ripped away. I would say, I would say, I would concur with the normalcy. Yeah. I, it was like, you found yourself a groove and then right then suddenly you had to switch it up and i think that's why i took it better than most Mm -hmm. because my groove was already switched up yeah i yeah that's that's fair Um, (laughs) i mean i feel like for for me i mean i my my groove got maybe a little more switched up than yours because like you know some of my my haul got suspended um which sucked you know because again we weren't super close but it was it was sad to have to see them leave I think they're great people who deserved to be there. Yeah. And so it was it was really sad to see that happen. It also it also kind of changed the trust dynamic a little bit. Mm, what do you mean? Um like I guess in a way I was I was always looking behind my back at least in the Harris Mills. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. I mean it was foreshadowed in the beginning like we right. knew people before. Totally. Totally. Um but you know, you it was it was an un I would say you got out of your rhythm, and then you were always looking behind your back. Mm. I yeah. think that was, I think that was the thing. I just don't think the trust was there after a certain yeah. point. Like everyone was the enemy. Right. Yeah. Like the people yeah. who were there. Like, and you were also like the enemy to the people who left, because they mm. didn't really they didn't really know. Like well, who, I know, yeah. right, because there were some people who were sadly suspended because of social media posts and people reported them, which, you know, you get to decide how you feel about that. But um, then it's like, how do you trust your own peers? Yeah. And then you know, like, yeah, there were there were a lot of dynamics at play there that made it really difficult. And I, I think probably to live anywhere. But being in Harris Millis that month was really tough. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting time to be a college student. But it was my only experience to it, so yes, yeah, at the time. So I was just like, yeah, what is it like? It it, it be it be it be that you know? What is it like to you now, being here? It's it was a little nerve wracking at first, to be honest. Mm-hmm, yeah, I didn't know what to expect when I came here, because uh, I've only had one experience. Um, like my first class, I walked into. I was like, well, I expected to be like six feet apart in the class. Right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was really trippy. And then I was like, oh, just like sitting next to Harold over there. Harold's not <laughs> no, a real yeah. person. My my Spanish <laughs> class, I walked in and like we are like the desks are literally touching each other. Yeah. No. I was so not ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little freaky. And then, like you're walking through like crowds of people. Yeah. Like when I walked around to go like go to study spaces. Ain't nobody there. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. You maybe yeah, saw like true. five people on that walk. The Davis Center, like I'll walk in the door and there's like a tsunami of people walking out. It's so, yeah. so trippy. Yeah. Because just that kind of stuff did not happen last no, year. It did not. Yeah. And that was like the first new thing. And like, then I got used to it as it went on. Mm-hmm. On April 14th, 2021, you said, I think if you get called that name past the age of 12, your personality changes. What was what was the name? You were talking about the nickname Gracie. Oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. So I need to clarify first of all. I, I so I don't know how that came up, 
but um no clue i my name is grace if you didn't remember yeah this really i'm yeah i'm pretty cool i'm the host of this podcast i'm the one who does quote of the day um pretty cool girl. but my thank you um but my name is grace and um but i i never went by gracie i i actually have always kind of hated that name no shade to any Gracies out there. You're no so shade. cool. No I'm shade. sure you're probably Rock the cooler. Name. You're Rock probably the name. cooler than I am. But, uh, no shade to the Gracies out there, but I just never could get behind the name. Even when, like when I was in preschool, I remember I think someone when I was probably like three or four tried to call me Gracie. I shut that down so fast. I just never liked it. Yeah, I would say it's it's a definitely an interesting form of the word Grace. I would yeah. Say. I feel like you have to fit the personality for it. Mm, what do you think a Gracie's personality is like? Um, not to throw too much shade, <laughs> but like definitely like flower power for <laughs> sure. That made a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I I think for me, for me now, I I do agree with the flower power statement. But I think to me, it just sounds very immature now. But I mean, I, but that's definitely not how I was thinking at the age of four. You know what I mean? No. So I, I think I just probably never liked the name very much. But now I like very much think if I hear the name Gracie, I'm like, wow, like that's a seven year old wearing a bright pink sparkly shirt from Justice. Justice. Like, yep. Went yep. to Justice and then just came back from Claire's. <laughs> no shade to either of those two companies. No, yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, hey, you know what? Like, there is something to be said for for young young girls. They they should be JoJo. They Siwa. should be able to. I'm writing a whole mm-hmm. article about JoJo Siwa. Actually, a l- little plug for that. Um, but I feel like you know, like young girls, they maybe I'm being too hypercritical. Maybe I have a little internalized misogyny that I need to work on. But um, hey. maybe like maybe like young girls should be able to shop at Claire's Injustice and not feel any shame. I wasn't. You know? I wasn't shaming. No, I know. Justice. I mean, I think it might be a little weird if you were like 18 doing that, but no. You know what? Like, who am I? To, hey, who, no. Who am I to judge? My shout out to my mom. She still shops at Claire's for earrings. But no, but like, who am I to judge if um? No, it's your style. Some girls like shop at Justice. Like, whatever. I don't yeah. know. I, I think um. Get a rock yourself. Yeah. <sighs> I think for me, the name Gracie. I don't know. I just like Gracie Visco doesn't. Sa- oh, that's so gross. Oh my gosh. Oh my yeah. gosh. I really mm. don't like that. I think, I think it also comes with the last name as well. What do you mean? So, like, so does Visco not fit the vibe of, of Gracie? No, it's a little, it just, it just doesn't, uh, like, if you, I was a little into poetry because I was into hip-hop and yeah. just the Word. syllables. Word, I love that. Uh, just the syllables just, and, okay. like, the yeah. internal rhymes. Yeah, I see that. Do not rhyme, make, you know. Yeah. Just, I feel visco. like my name, I like that people, they kind of shout out, they be like, Grace Visco. Yeah. I don't know. It's fast. It's efficient. It's fast. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I I could not imagine being a Gracie. I can't imagine being an Al. An Al? Yeah. I yeah. So like, so your wait so yeah so your full name is Alexander. How would you arrive my to Alex? My name is Alex. Um, I sh- I think it's just your parents. Okay. Yeah. They just they they start the trend. Um, I'm not opposed to Alexander sometimes, if it's like a formal thing. I write it on all like yeah. government documents. I call you Alexander sometimes. Um, I've always I was gonna have a three tier thing when I got older. I think <laughs> I, when I hit thirty, I was gonna be called Alexander, and when I hit like fifty, I'd want just to be called Old Al. Old Al, fifty. Yeah. Fifty's like not old. But it starts the process. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Okay. 
The but, AARP is coming in real soon in five years. <laughs> like I can get senior dinners at fifty-five. That's fair. Um. So so did, so did your parents were they the ones who decided like to, to call you Alex? Really? Uh. Yeah. Okay. I would. I would say that. Yeah. I mean, really... that is probably how like it really happens for most people. Yeah, and like, just imagine being like a parent trying to calm down a toddler, and you have to shout out the word Alexander. I mean, by the time you get to Alexander, I've already drawn on the wall. You have not caught my attention. <laughs> okay. That's so it's fair. more efficient. Yeah. My parents, um, I think especially more specifically my mom, she like, she was like, well, if I'm going to name you, I'm just going to name you what I'm going to call you. Like, why, why would I, why would I shorten your name if I'm just going to call you? something else so like i, I never my thought brother, about it that way yeah so my one of my brothers i have two brothers they're lovely they're younger they're well they're seven oh my god no oh they're turning 17 in like two weeks that's horrifying i'm not happy about that only Wait. child so i don't feel this pain okay so my brothers they they are only 16 right now they are turning 17 in a couple weeks which is horrible um they're twins by the way that's why i keep saying they are turning um and their names are Theo and Cooper, both two lovely, cute, adorable little boys who are taller than me now, which is horrifying. Um, but my brother Theo, people always ask if his full name is Theodore, and it's not. It, he's just Theo. And people were always very fascinated by that. Oh. But my mom was just like, no, I mean, yeah. I was going to call him Theo, so it's just that that's just what is going to be his legal name. I don't yeah. know. Um, I don't know. It's it's not something I ever thought about because my name is just Grace and I've always just used Grace and my parents always just no. used Grace. But yeah, I had, a, I had a friend in Scouts who's we called Jack, but his legal name was John. Oh, yeah. There are, I know a lot of a lot of Jacks who are legal actually Johns. Johns yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, you know, what if. What if, you know, like, Alexander was, like, a family name or something, you know? Uh, like is. there, Yeah, exactly. So, like, there's there's that aspect to it that, like, I didn't think about because none of my siblings or me have that. If you could change your name, what would it be? If I could change my name? I'd, that's easy. I've said this since the beginning of time. Um, it would be Michael. And so my full name would be MLB, and I'd be the greatest MLB star <laughs> that ever existed and have the coolest nickname of all time would be Mr. MLB, mm. and I would rock yeah. the league like Mike Trout. Okay. Yeah, you've told me that. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like if I could change my name. So I I feel like I'm very neutral on my name. I feel like Grace, it's it's like, eh, it's fine. There's a lot of us. It's not that unique. Oh, there's a lot of it's, Alex's out there. In the yeah, world. there are. But I don't know. I'm just, it's like, it's fine. I don't love it, but it's fine. I, better than Gracie. No shade, but yeah. Horse girls. But... <laughs> It does kind of give that energy, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like no flower shade, power, but... horse girls. Yeah, no shade. Again, cannot emphasize enough. You do but you, queen. Surprising hot take. Not live, laugh, love vibes. I would yeah. not say they grow up to live, laugh, love. But you could be a total like rock skater girl and be named Gracie. Go for it. Oh, yeah. You could Power do whatever you want and be named yeah. whatever you want. But I'm just saying general vibes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We're do- we're making a lot of generalizations here, bad, but um, bad on us. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like unpack my internalized misogyny later. I've been trying to do it a lot this year, I, a lot. Damn. Yeah. I, maybe we should work on that together. Maybe. Yeah. I no. definitely have it. I'm a what? man, so that's 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 just that. 
on April 16th, 2021, you said, you know how I knew that word? Baja Blast. Baja Blast. Oh, yes. (laughs) We can get into Taco Bell right now. Oh, God. Okay. So, context. Well, do you remember? Yes. Oh, of course I know. I remember. Please share with the people. Uh, You're going to be a double major. In what? Spanish and education. But, uh, yes, you're going to take down, get your education, break some glass ceilings, you know, double major. (laughs) What? Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. In a second language. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And we, I wanted to see how far you could get (laughs) on Duolingo. Yes, you did. And I was like, Grace, you need to do this Mm because my Spanish is not the best. Mm. And you started to talk to me a couple phrases in Spanish. Because you asked me to. For some reason, I I always (laughs) think that, like, Spanish is, like, a lay major. I don't know why. I don't know why I think that. But then I think of, like, I'm writing all these essays in Spanish. I'm speaking it pretty conversationally and pretty well. And I know, like, a lot of people can't do that. And... So I feel like I should be I should be a little like, more proud of that. But back to back to Duolingo. So how Duolingo. how'd I do? Do you remember? You did you did pretty swimmingly. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> you yeah. crushed it. Pretty sure I tested that of a lot of the I th- things. I think yeah. Duolingo's a little broken. Cause I think mm. you only made it to like checkpoint two. No. Did I you? made it a lot further than that. I, I thought- tested I was no, okay. Well I t- I took two. I, the first one I tested out of like 60 things and then I had to do another one to get because it won't let you get further than like a certain point with the oh, first test. Oh, that's okay. Because I remember was, seeing yeah. disappointment in Duolingo. I was like, this oh, girl knows. Well, yeah. Okay. Some, so there are times that like you do something on Duolingo and they that really should be marked correctly and they don't mark it right, which is frustrating for me. Um but I don't really actually use Duolingo, so That's what, those it doesn't are really matter. Those are chumps like me. We try to learn a second language. No, learning a second language is so cool. I mean, I think I think everyone. Cool, like, no, I know, but I think yeah. I think everyone. Oh, I'm 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 hyping you up. I think everyone should learn a language, and I I guess that's part of the reason I want to teach Spanish or maybe teach English as a language to a speakers sa- of other languages to emerging well, multilinguals. That was my minor, and I dropped it solely because I was already I'm a double major in secondary ed and Spanish, and then so like all of my classes all day I was going back from like Spanish and languages to education and like Spanish, you know, whatever. Then my minor literally like combined the two. It was like languages and education, and it's super super interesting, but it's it's just all the same all the time or like very similar, and mm-hmm. it was just kind of a lot to. You know, Makes sense. yeah, that but getting back to why I said all I know is Baja Blast. Um, when I was probably freshman year, uh, I never really learned my first language school wise, mm-hmm. like in a classroom was French. Mm. But I did get bumped out of the French program. Why? Because uh, they said, you don't know your own language enough. So go to reading. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> So I took reading in middle school. I'm not ashamed. Holes, wonderful book. Uh, gl- brought me to Shia LaBeouf's probably best movie. Um, but then my first class, I switched to Spanish. In nice. high school freshman year. Nice. Because everyone, that was the only one that had an introductory class. 
Oh. Because, like, everyone took yeah. it. So, like, it yeah. was, like, either take French 2 and really have to catch up or take Spanish 1. And I chose Spanish 1. Um, And, you know, you're just coloring and stuff. And I learned the word small. And as a Taco Bell fanatic, the Baja Blast is no small thing at the Taco Bell facilities. It is the signature drink of Taco Bell Incorporated. And I was like, big brain moment. That means small blast. <laughs> and through my three years of Spanish learning, I've only learned the colors due to Crayola in Baja okay. Blast. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember when you because I, I think when we were doing the Duolingo after I got to a certain point and I was just you know kind of done because I had done my little thing yeah, kind of crushed it crushed it was satisfied Slayed. yes thank you um, I think I had you start answering some of them and no you started to guide me along oh okay yeah that's what I okay. <laughs> more like that I think I was probably at too advanced of a level at that point for yeah. you to like actually yeah um, and you were so proud that you knew that word Baja. so proud yeah, yes yeah. you like Love. the look on your f- i wish i could like show Baja. you the look on your face you were just so happy all those days of the taco the taco crunch thing <laughs> worked i don't think i've ever had taco bell i think maybe once but i hey. don't yeah i think once oh uh, well it was lovely talking about taco bell with you Thank you. There can be more conversation. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue this My after the Instagram podcast. My yeah. Instagram is alexbame25. DM requests on Taco Bell if you're more interested in Taco Bell. <laughs> um, on May 1st, 2021, I love this quote. I think this one's so funny. I cannot wait to unpack this. You said, Johnson & Johnson don't play around. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> so, um... Do you want to tell them this, the tell the, the dear listeners the story of how you how I got got J and J and how and how you got there? How I got there? Yeah, I like okay. that part. Um, so it's end of the semester, and UVM sends me the email that they have the Johnson Johnson vac- vaccine at um the athletic the Patrick Gym Patrick Gym, and they're gonna do it. So excited me <laughs> hits the button. Turns out you weren't supposed to sign up yet. And I went through the Vermont registry. And so I got it at, I booked appointment for a Friday at Shaw's. I believe it was a Friday. And I was like, okay. And I did not have a car. And I was like, it can't be that far. Because I'm thinking it's the Hannaford's by the Target down the road right yeah not the one down shelburne Mm. (laughs) i was like i can do that walk booked it then i was like okay let's just see how far it's locked so i can know to leave my class and know like to get there on time and i'm looking at this thing and it's like 2.5 miles away i was like target ain't that far (laughs) it's like a mile walk (laughs) i was like what's shelburne road and then i realized oh boy i've made a huge mistake I have no bike, I have no car, and I barely know the bus system. So I said to myself, I was a track star. I can walk this thing. Oh, my God. I hike. This is easy money. (laughs) Easy money. I just book it. I mean, one time in COVID, I got so good at walking, I booked like a a 14-minute walking mile. 
which I'm still impressed to this day. I have F- to walking 14? Yeah, like that is after, impressive. Remember that? the day comes and it's a little rainy, a little drizzly, and me <laughs> being the New Englander I am, my only raincoat is a sweatshirt, the most versatile piece of clothing there is. But I have a little dinky umbrella as well, so I bring that along. And I'm walking around. It's not that bad. I got lost a little bit there, but I got there on time. I took the J and J. It hurt. So I'm through the store constantly. I go to the bathroom and just call my mom. And I am cussing a lot in the bathroom. I'm scared <laughs> of shots. It was the worst yeah. shot ever. I said, I'm boycotting all Johnson & Johnson products because <laughs> this was not in the book. They didn't say this. The nurse didn't tell me it was going to hurt. It just hurt. And I was preparing my body for weeks. I was eating my vegetables. I was like, this thing will not hit me. Okay. And so... Then it b- downpours, and I'm walking in the rain <laughs> with my little dinky umbrella. The wind starts blowing. That thing must have unfolded 20 times that day. I just want to emphasize two and a half miles. Two and a, this is a two and a half mile walk. You're just out there, still pain in your arm. Yeah. And cold, and you're just like, it's a Friday. I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were out in the woods for a little bit, and I go back to my dorm. My head hits the pillow. And boom, fever. Yeah. And this is not your normal fever. I have no concept of time, no concept of location. I am just in my bed. And the only thing on my mind is how to create the funniest <laughs> COVID meme and send that into a group chat at 3 a.m. in the morning. Apparently, that was a big priority for me. And I was just going through cycles. I was like, I like thought of one with like Michael Jordan where he goes and when he said that that really got to me and it was like me saying this Johnson Johnson vaccine in the quote what was the quote the Johnson 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 and Johnson don't play around oh yeah and I was just like this Johnson Johnson thing send that in 3 a.m. group chat Johnson Johnson don't play around I woke up dead tired and I'm walking around looking like Someone who just got punched in the face by McGregor. I can confirm he did. And they go up to me and go, how are you feeling? And I just say the words, the Johnson Johnson don't play around. That is what happens. And that is the story behind that. And Very nice. I remember um, I got cool. dinner with you the night that you got no. the... Even Bonnie from... Yeah. <laughs> Bonnie UVM staff was like, she thought like I was having a yeah. rough night. I remember you like you were convinced that you were going to be oh, yeah. okay. For sure. I remember like our other friend got Johnson and Johnson. You no, were like, I'm built different. Like I'll be fine. And then you literally died and came back to life. No. Yeah. No, yeah. No. At least you like admit it now though. No, I, I know when I got, I was caught lacking. The Johnson Johnson thing caught me lacking. Yeah. My head was not on a swivel. Stop. It happens. It happens to the best. It happens. On May 14th, 2021, you said, You think Grace would survive in a hockey climate? She'd open the rink and freak out by all the germs. Oh, boy. Hockey climates. <laughs> well, so so first off, I just want to... Our, our friend, Iona, we, I think we were talking about what we'd all be like as parents. And Iona told me that she thinks I'd be like a hockey mom. Oh, which yes. Is, really? No, 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 but I remember that. No, okay, yeah. No, okay, no, no, no. But do you think... Like, really? I, d- I never saw myself like that. I never yeah. had... I mean, my brother's never played hockey. I never played hockey, so I don't really know what well, that would be like. One, but Hockey moms, from my experience, are by far the most 
brutal parents at any <laughs> game. No shade, but let me tell you, yeah. their own kids miss the net. That you can hear that voice from Aww. at least the parking lot. Yeah, I I just I couldn't be like that. I oh no. I remember, I remember, I remember playing baseball with a couple kids who had hockey moms. Like they played hockey and baseball, and they struck out, and it was at least a five minute conversation Ooh. by their mom. Yeah, that's tough. I just no. remember for like I. I mean, I am not a parent, um, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> not a parent either. Um, but I feel like my philosophy, if if I if I were a parent right now, which I should not be, that is terrifying and horrible, uh, and I cannot handle that. Um, but I feel like it'd be very much like love, and everything is great. And I mean, you yeah. know, there'd be rules, and there'd be structure, and I... I do apparently have some hot takes. Like, I think kids should make their lunch and do their laundry by the age of, like, 10. That I know not everyone feels like that. But, I, I don't know. I still feel like if my kids were playing hockey or any sport, uh, I would I would want to be like, yeah, like, go you. You're crushing it. I'm so proud of you. You don't yeah. have to be the best out there to have, like, you know, I just, just have fun. You don't have to be the best all the time. And it's okay. And if you work hard, I'm proud of you. And that's how I feel with everyone. My friends, my brothers, my parents, myself. Yeah. Okay. I just thought of something with this hockey mom thing. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of friends who played hockey, like competitive right. hockey. And their gym spat, their pads smelled horrible. Their bags smelled horrible. They, like, oh, smelled horrible. Yes. But then I realized you might be the best hockey mom ever. Because oh. their pads wouldn't oh. smell at yeah. all. Yeah. I couldn't live with that. No, I, you like, couldn't. really couldn't. Yeah. No. That's true. That is true. Because that's what my mom did when I played ho- mm. football for a couple of years. Yeah. She had a system. Those pads oh, yeah. did not try to come home smelling. But you know the thing is, like, I would I would find the system. My kids would do it. So I also want to talk about my germophobia because I remember you. I, I know I we talked about this a little bit earlier in the podcast. But um, one time you told me that you think my germophobia could potentially be traumatic for my kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Do you want to talk about that? I feel like we need I, to dive deeper into that because I don't want that for my future mini, like my little mini Grace Viscos um, or kids, you know. Pulling back the curtain, pulling back okay. the curtain. I recently watched a movie called The Aviator. Oh, I'm I'm nervous for this. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the greatest, if not the best actor of all time. Um, he plays a man named Howard Hughes, who I looked up to as a kid. He was uh, in a... I wouldn't say personally looked up to, but his accomplishments amazed me. Mm-hmm. He was kind of uh, not one of the greatest dudes in the world. Um, but he was one of the flight, he was one of the pioneers of aviation. And I really like planes, and that's why I'm a mechanical engineer. Oh. I, and, and I like cars, things that move. Uh, but he had a crippling OCD thing, and it also had to do with germs. And throughout the movie, he like he's it's so bad that he like has to bring his own soap, like, um, and he's like scrubbing the like the whole system, and I was just like, thank God Grace is not like that. I don't know if I could live with that, you know. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be a hard thing for a kid because there's a lot of rules, you know. Yeah, I mean, I like, I grew up in my not really my dad, my mom. She is. I guess I never really thought of her as a germaphobe when I was a kid. And even now, I think I think my habits are worse than hers now. But it was the kind of thing, like, if we went to, like, the grocery store, as soon as we got in the car, we would, like, put on hand sanitizer. And, like, 
I don't know, things like think like no. little habits like that yeah. that I I think later in life I learned were not the norm for everyone, mm. but always were for me. Um and yeah, just the more I learned about germs, the more I hated them. Mm-hmm. I hate being sick, even though I get sick uh, like often. I feel like I don't know. I think I think that's also part of the problem. Your I know, yeah. <laughs> I was I was I was talking about that in the car one time with Natasha and someone else. I was like, <laughs> Grace, Grace, when Grace turns sixty, the flu gonna take her out. <laughs> we I think that might be today's quote of the day. Damn. Because we were talking about your tissue consumption. <laughs> was this recent that you yeah, talked about? Th- when oh we my went God. to when yeah, we Target first week, yeah. uh, Natasha grabs the pack of tissues, <laughs> the four pack, and I go, you didn't just grab one? You you said tissue. And she's like, no. Grace goes through them. I'm like, I do. <laughs> I was like, that's like for like yeah. two, that's two years worth of tissues for <laughs> me. No. Yeah, and that's not two, for me. That's like a year worth of tissues plus a cold. Like if there is no cold, that's two years worth of tissues, if not more. That's like two years minimum for me. I don't know what to say. I'm just embarrassed at this point. But, um, <laughs> we can cut it. And no, it's fine. No, so I <laughs> this this is embarrassing. Like this is probably actually really bad that I did this, but I my sophomore year of high school, I feel like that was when like my germophobia really took off. I had some habits before, but that's when it like really started. Yeah. And a little piece of it stemmed from not wanting to get sick. Not not all of it, but a little bit of it did. And um, do you know the medicine Coldies? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like a zinc tablet. And it's supposed to kind of help prevent you from getting a cold if you're starting to feel sick or, like, mm-hmm. lessen the symptoms. And there was, like, a couple months where I popped one of those every day just because wow. I did not want to get a cold. No, like, <laughs> Which is horrible. But it's... Like, no, but like the coldies popping, popping that like, like uh, uh, Flintstones vitamin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, admittedly, not one of my best moments. I I do think that was probably not great for my health. <laughs> it's probably probably but actually did, did not what use I that as directed. <laughs> no, oh, I definitely did not. Yeah, yeah, and even. I think it's so interesting about, like, all of my little habits. Like, I mean, you probably know a bunch of them. Um, Honestly, probably better than I might. I've got a couple little habits that people think I'm weird for. Yeah, it happens. And, I mean, like, for me, the (laughs) one of the the biggest ones that I remember you told me this. um, So I I was aware I did it. But um, every time I open – or not most of the times that I open – the door handle from the bathroom back up to the hallway and I did this before college too but I, I'll like use a paper towel to open it and I throw the paper towel away because I don't want to touch the gross door handle mm-hmm. I don't know if people washed their hands I don't know if they washed their hands for 20 seconds I don't know if they washed their hands well I don't know if they licked their fingers I don't know where their fingers have been that's gross I don't want to touch that surface then go touch you know other things mm-hmm. um and I remember I think we were having this conversation about how like I need to get over some of my germophobia before I have children, which should be a good at least 10 years away anyways. So I got some time. But you were like, homie, I think the first step is to to open yeah. the door with your hands and not a paper towel. Yeah, like, no, I think that was the more, con- I wasn't like me saying the paper towel thing. I was like, you're like, you want to get over your germophobia? And I was just like, step one is yeah. don't do that. That's a hard one, though. Not I, it is, mm, but like, isn't that so gross? Like when you think about all, you know, I don't necessarily think about it because like, 
I'm in like sa- science, so like I know about like microbiology and how it works. Like, if you kiss, like <laughs> your mama kiss you, that's yeah. more germs than that whole thing ever has. Well, I mean, yeah, I know, but what that's that's where like my germophobia it gets really interesting, and people people question me about this all the time. Of like, okay, like you won't share a fork with someone, you won't, you Keep know, the ice cream scoop, the communal ice. Cream. Oh no way! Absolutely, absolutely not. That is disgusting. That is that is that is a disease waiting to happen. There's going to be some like Grundle disease discovered in like five years because that freaking ice cream downstairs. That's so we, gross. We might have to. The Grundle is a very clean place. <laughs> no, I and love UVM, the Grundle. UVM I, does I a great job of cleaning everything for us. Yeah, but the kids don't. I don't trust that all those students wash their hands oh, well. That's no. gross. The Grundle is. I love the Grundle. I'm getting so off topic. I love, <laughs> I love and support the Grundle. I really do. But I will. I'm not gonna lie. The um the because you know our freshman year people served us because we couldn't share surfaces and stuff. Um, but now that it's like back to how it's supposed to be and we're doing it ourselves, it's hard for me. I have a really hard time like picking up those not, tongs. Yeah. And like, but like really like not freaking out when I like go to eat something with my hands. Cause I, I and I, of course I hand sanitize again before I use my hands to eat, but, duh. um, yeah, duh, of course I do. But, um, it's still like, it's, it's freaky for me. And I know that's so weird, but it's hard. So what do you think I'd be as I parent. would be like as a parent? You'd be as a parent? Uh, I think you'd 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 definitely be supportive. Yay. I would say that's like main Yay. goal. Dreams become. You try to like support dreams, you know. Mm. To I would say to a healthy level, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if he's his if he's his dream is like to be a, a football player, but like you know, you'd like support and support. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even like the ones that most parents don't support. Like, like YouTubers and people who are like <laughs> creative people are like uh, content creators. I do love yeah, I feel being like, creative. So yes. Yeah. Like those, that. like, like whatever jobs that is in the future, like those types of mm-hmm. things you'd support yeah. and trust. Yeah. Um, you'd really be on the germs. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Clean big thing. Oh yeah. Grace, yeah. Grace Visco and wh- whoever, whatever the situation is. Um, definitely is cleaning the house. They're definitely sun Saturdays, if not nightly, is making those kids <laughs> clean the kitchen. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> Teach them some discipline, you know. Yeah. Oh. Some some yeah. hard work. They're doing their laundry. I'm not doing that. No, it gets gross. Oh, it's so gross. Especially- but also, like, I mean, I get you know when you're under the age of ten, okay, I'll do it for you. But like, you get to a certain age, like let's step up the oh. independence. Laundry's put so, yeah, throw the clothes in, put some detergent in, press a button, you're good to go. Not that hard. Not that hard. I fully believe that my kids will be capable of doing that. Yeah. I think you will also be a really great parent. Um, That's my hope. I, I, one of my aspirations is to become a dad. <laughs> I would say. I think you'll be very supportive and very helpful. I know, like, um, <laughs> one time, um, I my shoes got a little dirty, and I was like, Alex, like, what do I do? I love these shoes, but they're so dirty. You literally like cleaned them for me. Uh. And I think I told you, like, you're going to be such a good dad. And you were so happy and so excited yes. that I said that. And I really believe it. I really believe that you will. This was a pretty recent one. Pretty recent. On September 1st, 2021. Okay. You said, I just like messing with men's insecurities sometimes. Oh. <laughs> I want to hear about this. Yes. Um. Sounds a little harsh at first. Yeah. As, as a man, 
coming from another man. Um, I did have my insecurities as a kid. I won't lie. Um, but sometimes the male insecurities are very strange to me. Now thinking about it, and what I've thought, what I what I used to think about when I was a kid. Like, I've always when I learned about the male gaze versus the female gaze. That was like the most interesting thing I've ever learned. Do you want to talk about life. that and describe that? Yes. Uh, so, for those who don't know, um, the male gaze is what men think women like in a partner, and the female gaze is what females like in a partner. And it's very fascinating to me because I, I did get wrapped up in it when mm. I was younger. Um, the male gaze is mainly muscles um a caretaker kind of like someone to like help run i get in this goes into the patriarchy someone to help kind of lead you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like be a leader be yeah. a be a breadwinner you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and that involves being tall um being uh muscular and a whole bunch of sorts of mess but when you talk to girls about what they will like in a guy none of those things come up yep yeah none of those mm-hmm. come up yeah it's not about the how much you bench press in the gym um and not about the height sometimes but sometimes you know preferences are preferences yeah i mean i don't know yeah. i'm pretty short so i don't really it, yeah but like, i'm almost always going to be shorter anyways generally speaking if the guy is great to them, the height won't matter. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's totally. Not like a, totally. If, yes. It's not totally. like a deal breaker. Totally, yeah. Like, if you're a great guy and you're like 5'9", and someone was like, I want someone who's 6'1", they're going to go for the 5'8". Five five that's a guy. great height. 5'9", is a great height. I'm, just, I'm, I'm really, sh- yes, I'm but, really short, but 5'9", yeah. yes, is a great height. Because I always, because when I was a kid, social media kind of pushed this narrative that like mm-hmm. anyone under, any male under six foot is is, is done yeah and that i mean that worried me uh because i've always wanted to be a father and that be a <laughs> father you, you need a partner for that mm. <laughs> and so that was one of mine but uh i soon realized how ridiculous that was as a statement you know just being like there's everyone's different you know yeah. ain't no ain't no like whatever and I do like messing with that because I do, I do like being like, because guys do take a weird amount of pride in their height if they're like 6'1". one, and mm, like yeah, and they do get this weird confidence. And I just like seeing their reaction to stuff. I do like, <laughs> I do. It is part of my family thing to mess with people. Oh, okay. I like sometimes like to push buttons a little, but sometimes it goes a little too sometimes it hurts people's feelings and then i apologize and it's a risky statement to say but um but yeah that's i do like to do that and one of my goals this year is to say i'm five five to like people (laughs) above six foot and so they look at me and i'm like kind of close to their height oh i think this is how it came up yeah 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 yeah. and no one understood it at first and then you guys started to get it yeah i was like yeah i'm gonna try to do that i think i think it's so fascinating to me to hear about what many guys are insecure about versus what i know as a girl i am insecure about and what i have been insecure about 
and like that like height like something like that like that was never something I really had to think about and yeah. I, some girls probably do and I know um you know like being really short I think that was never like a thing for me um but then like the like being muscular and like all yeah. that like you know there's other things that like girls think about or you know many girls I'm not mm-hmm. trying to like gener- generalize no generalizations. But, um but I feel like the older I got and the more I tried to like pay attention to that and be a little more aware of that and like how am I contributing to to like, like making people like feel bad about this or like how am I yeah contributing to these beauty standards and like what can mm-hmm. I do to not and like make all people feel more comfortable and feel better about who they are and what they look like yeah. for sure yeah because it, it is a rough time in middle school I will say that for <laughs> yeah. that stuff you know like there was I I I am I've gotten over it now but like I used to be very insecure about how my voice sounded mm. it wasn't deep enough for me most of the time because like when I heard my f- when I first heard like my a voice message I gave I was like damn really mm-hmm. it's not that deep yeah. and like all my friends voices are deep deeper you know um but I've I've gotten over it I'm I wouldn't say I'm exactly over it. There is times where I hear my voice and I'm like, wow, <laughs> I did not realize it's that high. I think a lot of people feel yeah, like that about their voice and don't always love it. But yeah, I know for me, like one of my biggest insecurities that I still have to combat sometimes because I know it still does hurt me every so often. It creeps up. Um, but like I talked about earlier, I had back surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a a pretty big scar on my back it's very noticeable um and i i never i never tried to hide it but um it it wasn't something that i always liked Mm -hmm. and i would like i'd get the occasional comment here and there of like oh like that's it's really big or like oh i'm I'm glad i don't have that Mm -hmm. i'm glad i don't have that big scar that was always very hard for me um especially because i mean i i got it when i was like 13 or 14 yeah and at that age especially i think it was it was really hard for me to like look at all of these like models and all these like Mm -hmm. you know girls who were fitting the beauty standard and to like not feel like i fit into that and like the kate up the narrow yeah but just even like and and, i mean i still like sometimes i see like a girl in a bikini Mm. and i'm like oh like that's what a a, a normal back is supposed to look like like that is not what mine Mm. looks like at all and i know it's still it still hurts and you know those words that people said stuck with me but um sure you know i'm i'm happy with how how i look and i'm proud of the scar on my back took a lot to you know i I couldn't even walk for a little while like Uh, look at me now i know i'm crushing it slaying I am. Like I, I have my own surgery scar as well. Yeah. But mine's, mine's. I think yours is not to compare scars, but yours is a little different than mine, and mm-hmm. I think yours is a little more like there's more struggle with it in a way than mm-hmm. mine, because mine was since I could, I couldn't even remember the last time. Like I never saw my body without it. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. Yeah. I was right. born. They cut my head. I have a scar crown side on my head mm-hmm. and with haircuts my parents always tried to hide it mm. like it w- you couldn't go too short i still can't go too short yeah and i mean there's times i've gone short with it and now like in middle school i never really liked it and i did i people didn't poke fun at it 
I was called Harry Potter at one point. Mm, Right, yeah. One time I got a short haircut. Um, It does limit me sometimes, I feel. Mm -hmm. Because I do see some of, like, you know, the fades that guys get? Yeah. I was like, oh, can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, yeah. But I do kind of like it, you know, sometimes. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of like a fun little... I shouldn't... I wouldn't say fun. I would just say it gives you a little challenge to, like, how you want, like, you to like look like your hair to look or like how can i move mm-hmm. around this for me yeah like, yeah it's just there you know mm-hmm. but like the baby pictures are kind of got a little like bandana <laughs> looking thing looks like a headband that's covering it it's, it's pretty cool yeah yeah scars are interesting and i think like surgery ones especially i think are, are really interesting because i think all of the other ones i have that's my only surgery one so you know all mm-hmm. the other ones i have are from like things that happened like one time I like when I was like three I fell on like a piece of metal and I have a, a like an inch long scar on my knee um Yikes. you know and so I mean that one I can cover a little more but um I think it, it it was it was hard I don't know the back one was hard for me the back one the back one but it also I feel does it come with like a lot of I feel it comes with more some baggage. Baggage. Than <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like not to get too much into it, but it definitely, it, it, yeah. There's definitely some stories there of you know, just a lot of pain, pain. and a lot of feeling really weak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I remember the days that I I couldn't walk more than five feet. I couldn't yeah. even get upstairs. So it's 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 interesting because I think in some ways it's this really cool thing that I have on my back now that kind of can represent all of that. And I try to look at it as like, look how far you've come. Like you're doing all these things like you're running, you're jumping, you're dancing, you know, you're you know, I, I, I talk about this all the time, but I go on a lot of walks. I try to take one every day like I couldn't have done that for a really long time and like now I can and so I think it's 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 helpful for me to try to look at it like that but it doesn't mean that I always do yeah you know each day is different yeah of course and I think I think I'm I'm definitely at a place where I'm happy with it now and I'm okay with it but it creeps up sometimes another recent quote you said and this was to me on September 2nd 2021 you have bad taste in men thoughts feelings do I bad taste in men um wow <laughs> well editor note i don't i gotta i gotta suggest people um so yeah um there i think there's i think sometimes a lot of people have a lot of bad taste in men at least for me because mm. In a way, I see more of the warning signs than than the average girl does, cause oh, okay. I I I do I do I do know guys more, you know. Yeah. I've, I've okay, been friends fair. with them. That's fair. I know like what they're how people describe things and right. why they describe it like that, yeah. you know. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes you just can't like prevent it, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah can't be like because you kind of look like a hater in a way you're like you're trying to like <laughs> get them away and they're like right. why are you trying to be that way yeah like they look like you're trying to you mm-hmm. tr- and i think that i've always found that tough for me 
because I've never, I don't want to hype myself up, but like, I've never really truly was like one of those people that only saw, like, I do like making connections with girls in a friendship way. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. It's not just someone, not just like every girl I see me trying to find my future wife, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I've made Which is good. great bonds with girls and guys. And I think that's wonderful. And especially that I made friends with girls nowadays because the trust, the trust is so much greater now than like, cause what the, what guys have become Mm. and just how things are now with the me too movement and all those wonderful things that have been brought to the forefront in society. Mm -hmm. And I do value my, relationships with girls more than i value my relationships with guys because i understand the trust that they must have gone through and stuff like that just to let me in you know what i'm saying mm, yeah and not see yeah. me as this threat yeah you know mm-hmm. this reasonable threat that could come in yeah and that is fair i do and it is it is hard for me sometimes when i see my female friends go out and then i they talk <laughs> to like someone they're interested in and i'm like oh my this guy (laughs) does not care whatsoever you know what i'm saying yeah i remember taking the d1 class here for my engineering class and we're doing our pie charts and like my my sex and my my race is very low in my pie chart because i am privileged enough not to think about that Mm -hmm. every day of my life you know yeah for me i can just go out and make friends i don't really have to worry about if is this the right friend is something is there is, like an ulterior is there a motive? bad yes. intention yeah. here? Is there a fakeness? Yeah. And though I feel a lot of people are, there's more fake people in this world, you know, like people mm-hmm. who are trying to get you for something else and like try to expose a friendship. Mm-hmm. And I am worried of that. It's not to that extent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know I'm privileged mm-hmm. for that. And I thought that was a neat introspective when I was doing that pie chart. Yeah. And, like, I know I don't think about it that much. I, know? um, last semester, when there was a lot of attention I put on the Title IX reports and how yeah. UVM handles that and handles allegations of rape and sexual assault, um, I remember, like, that, that was a really, really hard week for, for me. And I think a lot of, a lot of people in general, but I know a lot of girls, mm-hmm. because it is personal. Yeah. Which sucks. It sucks so bad that yeah. it has to be, but um, you're on the battleground. <laughs> yeah, every day. And I, but I remember like being on Instagram that week. Like I was seeing all of these posts and these amazing people coming forward with their stories and you know and and really helping and like putting forward this movement. And it was mm-hmm. so great to see, but at the same time, it was so painful. Yeah. And it was so so hard. Like mm-hmm. I I had I had to just log off at a certain point. I couldn't handle yeah. it. And even like, you know, the, the walkout that we had, it was the kind of thing that, you know, I went, I, I needed to be there, Mm -hmm. but it was really hard. And, you know, and, and it brought up a lot of pain and a lot of anger and a lot of sadness and some wounds that hadn't really fully been healed yet. And so I, I think, you know, it's, it's hard to, to talk about. Yeah. all that and um you know but but it, you know it needed to be talked about and 
not to say men are the problem, but um, it's painful when mm-hmm. it happens. This whole quote for me, you know, I put it in there because I thought it was funny. And it is. But it does bring up a lot of pain. For a really long time, I was sad. I was anxious. I was scared. I was angry. And I still am. And I don't always like that I am. And I don't think I've really fully even acknowledged that I am. But every day gets a little better. And I'm finding happiness in ways that I couldn't just a few months ago and I'm really proud of that I think you know I looked for control in kind of really unconventional ways that really probably messed me up even more but you know doing this podcast and talking about these quotes and getting deeper you know this is my way of taking that control back I think you know the whole point of this podcast for me was to reflect on the good and the bad um and just all of life And, you know, it's not always perfect. It's not always fun. But I'm really, really proud of myself. I got it wrong once, but it doesn't mean I'll always get it wrong. And I am very, very happy just being me. And very happy to be doing this and to be doing all this reflecting. And thank you so, so, so much for um, being here and reflecting with me. Well, I think that is all for today. Thank you so much to those who tuned in and listened. And thank you so much, Alex, for sharing your words with me. And I cannot wait to hear more of your hilarious, insightful, and silly quotes. Thank you.